Okay, good evening, y'all. Welcome back. This is going to be the fourth podcast, and uh, I haven't actually decided which uh, I'm going to, I figured I was going to decide by the end of, look, I got a little coughing dog in the background still, but he seems to be getting better though because he's been shaking his tail and eating and and then play it, and now he's trying to play again too, because I guess he knows I'm trying to record, so he wants the attention. But um, a bunch of crazy shits happened I, since the 24th. Um, I had a funeral this morning, and then uh, uh, I'm uh, I'm defend- fighting this lawsuit. Uh, which I could get into some detail and talk about to what I was working on, but I don't feel like it. And then one of our cooks collapsed today, and then another one went to the hospital, and another one we can't find. And I just looked his name up, and he's not in the inmate. Uh, he's not in jail locally. He could be in jail, you know, somewhere else. But uh, yeah, for some reason, we had. A pretty good thing going, a busy week, and a bunch of uh, employees, and now we just lost like uh, three. And a couple of the girls are basically working like doubles, like uh, 16 hours to kind of keep the place going. So I'm, I'm bummed about all of that. And uh, in the midst of all of that, I uh, say in the midst of it, I need to do some stuff for my class too. I, I wound up, I'm, the, I'm my class uh, captain, so I need to let everybody know what the de- details are the next couple of events. But, uh, okay, hey, let's do this one with, uh, yeah, let's do this one with the girl that I met. I, so I didn't, I met her, she was the, a girlfriend of a friend of a girl that I met on the Seeking Arrangements app. So, uh, I can't remember the fake names in here. I think I said her name was Short Laura. So, uh, Short Laura is who I met. But uh, she wasn't that cute, but she was just funny. Yeah, I say cute. She wasn't like hot. She was just kind of like, yeah, she kind of looked like a boy. She had her head shaved on both sides. But uh, she had like a loud mouth. Anyways, I used to like going to dinner with her. And then uh, we wound up going to see a concert. And uh, one of the girls that she invited, uh, that girl invited the girl I'm talking about. And I can't remember the fake name I used. It might have been Lucy. And Lucy, uh, Lucy flew in from Boston, basically a year after I met her, and uh, that's what this story is about. So maybe I'll start it off. Maybe I'll start it off in like the, a couple of minutes in the first, in the beginning of the audiobook chapter. Then I'll cut it and I'll come back and I'll talk about it and I'll I'll try to remember some stuff, and then I'll do another clip. I think last time I I shortened it. I'm not going to worry about the ten minutes anymore because it was uh. It, uh, the TikTok shit winds up uh, like cutting it anyways, and this probably ain't the best thing to be putting on there anyway. So, uh, 
I'm gonna I'm just gonna let it go and maybe cover the whole bits and pieces throughout the whole chapter regardless of the time well I'll probably keep it like under 27 minutes or so oh, speaking of I want to shout out to man I want to shout out to Dave Weasel man I'm not too familiar with you my man but you're obviously very uh, popular very famous you have a bunch of followers and uh this dude uh, followed me and liked. I only had two people like my Twitter uh, post about being sober for 12 years. And, and this guy was one of them, which was hella, hella cool. Um, let's see the dude's name or the podcast is because uh, he followed uh, he followed mine. Or he said he did. I really couldn't find where he did. And he said, it's called the Valley Boys Podcast. Valley Boys Pod sent me a direct message on Twitter and liked my sobriety, 12 years of sobriety tweet. Hella freaking cool. So thanks, Dave. Um, and if anybody listening to this, please go follow Dave and check out. He's got like a hundred and something podcasts. It looks like he does it every week. And you know, I want to I want to tell him that he he uh, when he liked when he um, he like followed me first, right? And then when I followed him back, I noticed they had an in embed of the podcast, his podcast, in his Twitter profile. I was like, oh wow, that's dope! So it made me figure out how to do it for mine. So that's double thanks. <laughs> thanks for helping me figure out a technology, uh, you know, little hack. And then thanks for the um uh thanks for the dm and and the uh, five star the rating i appreciate you man okay uh so who did we say we were gonna do i think this is chapter uh four what did i do i did uh 16 and then i did five yeah so let's do chapter four it might be three man i can't really remember it I'm getting them uh, all confused. It's going to be the girl, though, from Boston. And I think I called her Lucy. And she, she lived in Thailand. Man, tall, like the girl from Ipanema. It was another girl that reminded me of the song, The Girl from Ipanema. So, but I don't, And I don't think, I think I used another, later, another chapter for her. But, like a tall, athletic, track star just long hair, beautiful. She was doing yoga in my house. You know, just like fucking sexy, smart. Maybe, uh, maybe like a little too, uh, maybe a little too like uh, pie in the sky kind of. I think she had a few aspirations that failed, but I got a bunch of bullshit and aspirations that failed too, so I don't really have... I takes one to no one. I'm not criticizing it. You know, I hope she's doing wonderfully, but I haven't heard from her, and she hasn't replied. I've sent her a couple of happy birthday emails and have not heard from her from those. So, but, you know, case sera, sera. I don't, I don't really... Uh, I don't really get bent out of shape over it, but, uh, and you know, actually, this is good timing, too, because, because she came in town in Vegas, 
in 2017. This weekend, before, she left Vegas on October 1st in the morning to go back to Boston. And then the shooting, the uh, tragic uh, shooting in the, uh, across from the Luxor happened that night. And today's the second, October second, twenty. So yeah, uh, wow, that's five years in a day. So five years in a day was the last time I saw the show. It's interesting. All right, cool. Uh, anyways, it's uh, right now for me. It's locally eight fifty on uh, October second. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take a break from this. And I'm at what eight and a half minutes. Yeah, say I talked a lot. So I'm gonna. Uh, I might even go back in there and cut some of that up and put in a, a chapter. But I'm gonna go ahead and start playing that about uh, the girl from <clears throat> the girl from Boston. She was in the solar solar panel business. Uh, thank you. Peace. Chapter three, sweet ticks. But I still remember that day we met in December. Oh baby, Lana Del Rey. I tried not to make eye contact with Lucy, and instead considered how amazing it was that she was finally laying in my bed. We talked for an hour while I waited for my eyes to dilate a few weeks ago, and now I'm staring at the freckles around her nipples. I didn't know her last name until an hour before when picking her up at McCarran Airport. I glanced at her luggage tags while putting her small bag in the back seat, extra turned on that she traveled light. I was breathing heavily and couldn't stay hard when she sighed. That's what they all say. I rocked back, resting my heels, catching my breath, and wiping the sweat out of my eyes. I was dripping wet like two-a-day football practice in Hammond. I quit using pomade or anything in my hair years ago because those fat blue pills make me sweat like the hot yoga classes near Rainbow and Russell. I wasn't expecting her to give me such an array of they to consider and lose another erection. It was our fourth or fifth round, if counting the kitchen, after not seeing each other for ten months, but I was fading. She asked me to wear a condom after pulling one off earlier, and there was no way I could stay hard enough. I'm not sure if she intended for me to think of all the guys I'd never met that had also been inside her with or without a condom, but I couldn't help the visuals flooding my imagination at the moment. This was after we talked about her living in Thailand for a few months during the time we hadn't seen each other. The urgent care doctor I'd seen several times mentioned the evolution of common gonorrhea to the super-strength Southeast Asian gonorrhea, and I wanted to play it safe. I'm sure she'd been with guys who can get deeper than me with the condom on, but maybe not after all the blow we did that night. I miss her begging me to go deeper, which I was struggling with, and figured she understood I couldn't keep it up. My favorite was straddling her from behind, sliding in and out of her as deep as I could get, while her piss or cum or whatever splashed my inner legs. She kept soaking my sheets and I loved it. Felt so damn lucky. She was a Gemini, part desirable college track star and part ghost I hadn't talked to since the previous December. My instinct was to start chewing another generic Viagra, the ones I'd been saving since returning from India, so that I could keep the next condom on and get back inside of her. Then I remembered I was mixing the blow I got from the cocktail waitress at the Rhino with Indian Nizagara, and I needed to slow down. She jumped up and said, Want a couple more lines? And went downstairs where I left the little baggies. I followed her to splash some water on my face and roll another joint. 
I didn't need to remind her of our age gap because she noticed my 20-year high school reunion invite in the kitchen. The millennial Boston hippie liked chopping up lines into neat rows. <laughs> so I hadn't listened to that one in a while. I hadn't thought about that girl in a little while. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, that she... Uh, she was surprisingly surprised. She had an engine. She definitely, she liked to, the 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 blow that I got from uh, my friend as a cocktail waitress at the Rhino, or was a cocktail waitress at the Rhino, and um, went through the bag very fast, very fast. Just the one who was doing yoga, and. Um, I had a big mirror in my downstairs, and uh, yeah, you know, I I I think back on this uh, on this particular night or this you know weekend or whatnot, and um, I I am like the luck one of the luckiest dudes. I I don't know how she thinks about it, and that's why, like the fact that I don't know a whole lot about what she's going on with her now. Or you know the time before we met, I think it's perfect op- material for fan fiction, or for some you know aspiring author to take this particular story and some of the details that I give about her, and just go off on a whole bunch of tangents and make the girl a superhero in some way, shape, or form. Uh, so anyway, I, I'm I'm excited about I'm more excited about doing that. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but if it's a, I feel like it would be a really cool project to undertake. And uh, you know, it, so I'm back to I got uh, I got four thousand words from a young lady in Venezuela. I got six thousand words from a young lady in Argentina. The young lady in Argentina is working on another. 6,000 words, and the lady, young lady in Venezuela is working on 5,000 words. So I, I feel like uh, I'd like to find a some European. I'd like to find a Middle Eastern. Um, a couple of more. I'd, I'd love to find, you know, two or three or four decent authors from different regions of the world that are not too expensive because it's looking like the young lady that's do, doing, um, I can probably get 40,000 words for $400, right? And she's pretty creative. It's pretty good stuff. I actually can't wait to start to do some podcasts. And I guess that'll be another season. I don't really know how I'll fit that in. But I would love to do some podcasts about the fan fiction books that these girls... And I talked to a buddy of mine about doing, uh, oh, man, I completely forgot about that. Man, and I don't know, I I mean, I'll bring it up. So I published a book of poems, right? And then I put those poems on ACX to get an audio book. And I don't know if I'm going to do a whole separate podcast for that or if I just include that in this podcast, which would give it a little bit more maybe a reason to do twice a week. But I wrote like 11, excuse me, like 11 or 12 poems. I gave it a silly name that's tough for me to remember. I called it the Quarterly Current Events Explained in Irreverent Poems. 
by F.L. House, H-A-U-S-S. And I, uh, it's only 99 cents. It's not very long of an ebook. Uh, I got some pretty cool voices. I may extend it as an audiobook and have the guy that I pick do a normal voice and then like a theatrical voice for each of the poems. But, uh, okay, I'm going to chop in another couple of minutes of uh, not necessarily where it left off. I'm going to fast forward it a little bit later on into the uh, story, but yeah, I'll throw in a few more and then I'll hit you back. Uh, I'll hit you back on the other side. So thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it. I was praying one would be sexy and cool before jumping out to open the back doors. I noticed how tall and athletic Lucy was compared to the others. Her skin was glowing, her smile was calming, and her aura was stunning. I completely forgot about short Laura. I don't remember where I parked, but we gravitated towards each other since walking to the stadium and sharing a few puffs from my vape pen. Since we were early, I suggested we stop at the sake restaurant, the same one we installed some daiquiri machines in years ago. I ordered a round of drinks to kill some time, and I miss being around sexy women with a company debit card I knew was full of money. We left the restaurant and walked into the stadium on a mission to find our suite. All the tickets worked when scanned, and when the ushers realized we had suite tickets, one escorted us the rest of the way. As soon as we walked into the suite, the concert started rocking and the girls started dancing. We got there in time for a show to start, but neither Lucy nor I were into the music, so we stayed in the back near the popcorn machine and cold drinks. We had fun being out of the way, sneaking hits on the vape pen, and talking about whatever came up. We left the suite several times without drawing Laura's attention from the concert. We got some desserts, she had a beer, and we hung out while the others were singing and taking videos of each other. I could tell she was having fun with her friends, but I don't remember much about them. They saw we were hitting it off and all seemed cool with it. Like Juice World, I was starstruck by young Lucy. That night could have lasted forever. One of the first times I didn't try leaving an event early. We stayed until they asked us to leave. We didn't do anything after the show, so I dropped them off and went home to jerk off. I couldn't stop thinking how she was exactly what I was looking for. Smart, East Coast, career-driven, but also liked to smoke weed and party. I probably seemed too eager and too interested, but I couldn't help it. We had lunch the following week, then she went radio silent for several months, while I tried to play it cool and pretend like I wasn't bummed out. I figure I had said something silly or acted like a fool turning her off so I deserved it and would learn my lesson for next time. Then, ten months later, I texted her out of the blue to say hello that I missed her. I said that I hadn't met anyone half as interesting as her that whole year and hoped she'd been well. That Hail Mary finally got a reply. We talked on the phone for an hour while my eyes were dilated and agreed to see each other soon. One week later, I woke up on a Friday morning to a text from her. She was leaving the Boston airport en route to Vegas. I asked her flight number and told her I'd pick her up in about five hours, feeling like the luckiest MFer alive. I can't remember what my plans were after she flew back to Boston the morning of October 1st, 2017, the same day of the tragic mass shooting during the country music concert across from Mandalay Bay on the Strip. Just like we'll never know what really happened that night, I've never seen or heard from Lucy since.
Yep. Uh, that was the uh, that was the same day. Like I said earlier, you know, in the, the October first is a, a sad day. It's a big, you know, um, it was a really bad day in Vegas. And <clears throat> and not to get too Debbie Downer on it, but there was a few things that were weird. And after the fact, like some of the survivors wind up dying in weird car accidents, like outside of their, you know, right around the corner from their house, you know, like, um, I don't have any sources and I, but I remember reading about it at the time and, uh, and, and one of the valets at Mandalay Bay was one of the guys that had gotten shot and he was in the hospital and that's just another whole crazy thing because we had a bar in Mandalay Bay. So I was, I was, I would, I went to Mandalay Bay every day of my life from 2009 to 2016 when uh, we lost the lease. So, uh, and then that T-Mobile, the T-Mobile, uh, man, you know, that place is rocking and rolling now with the Vegas Knights winning the championship, uh, the Stanley Cup last year. And, and they're probably going to be great this year. I'm assuming they're going to be great. But we, we, I got really, really lucky that that George Strait concert was empty. There was nobody there. And we had the suite all to ourselves. And that probably would never happen. Uh, there would be, you know, not. A, I don't think any concert. They wouldn't book a concert that wouldn't be packed. I'd imagine it's got so much demand now. So, so that was a, a very, that's kind of what I mean, like, Vegas was so much fun, and it's only fun if you got if you make some money. You know what I mean? That maybe like fifteen, twenty thousand a month, kind of, you know, get to you know pay some country club bills, go to Tahoe, you know, whatever you want, go to San Diego, whatever you want. Uh, you know, and and I say you know I say that like humbly, like maybe twenty thousand. If you made fifty thousand a month, you'd have a really great time in Vegas. You made ten thousand a month in Vegas. You might have some fun, you know. You might, you might, you may not. Uh, if you like to gamble, you probably won't. You probably gamble it all away. You know, ten thousand a month might not be enough to have a gambling addiction, a drinking addiction in Vegas these days. But when I first moved there in two thousand, man, they would just throw the house at you if you put twenty bucks in a local video poker machine at a, at a local bar. You get a burger and fries, beers, and big beers too, like those big glass, like like steins, and they'd be freezing cold. That was one of my favorite things about moving to Vegas, and it was at the edge of town because the town was booming, and I was like, man, you know, these, these guys, they do it right, but now... The, the parts that were like new and fresh, they're saturated. They're surrounded, completely surrounded. And they're old or older. And they get, you know, worn out and beat up. And and worn out and beat up in Vegas is, you know, is very bland. It's very lame. Uh, worn out in New Orleans or, you know, beat up in New Orleans is like, you know, we got potholes. Again. The streets are falling apart. The buildings are falling apart. But uh, well, speaking of, as I'm saying that, I don't know if you can hear that. There's like a marching band coming down the street. Anyways, uh, all right, I'm gonna wrap this one up because I've put in uh, 
I think I've, this is probably the longest one I've ever recorded. Well, maybe I'll hang out. The music might be kind of fun. What is this? Four minutes? Yeah, it sounds like it's coming right down the uh, right down the street. During the weekdays in the French Quarter, sometimes they rent a corporation or a business will rent. Uh, a corporation will rent one of these bands and that's what we got here uh, they may be growing down another street and they do like second lines and it, sometimes it's cool sometimes it's not too cool uh, and this one looks like they went the other way I was trying to get the mic close maybe get some background uh, uh, second line music so anyway y'all uh, this has been a, a blast. I appreciate you guys hanging out and listening. Uh, if you get the chance, check out the audio book. And if you, I know I said this last time, I'm going to up the ante now. If anybody, if anybody makes a membership with Audible so that I get the bounty, I would just want to rack up as many bounties. I'll comp you $500 in daiquiris and burgers and shrimp and chicken and anything you want on Bourbon Street. Um, uh, I got a little place towards the in the front, 100 block, and you guys can have anything you want, 500 bucks for anybody that does the uh, the ACX or the uh, Audible. If I get the bounty, I'll, I want as many bounties as I can. So anyways, thanks a lot. Peace.